Good morning, pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. 11.30 and my sexy legs are out. Going to get an extra dose of vitamin D today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> a gorgeous day. Uh, wow. Kind of, kind of almost what I was thinking was going to happen yesterday, actually. But, uh, yeah, so I'm shirt, shorts, uh, anyway, gorgeous, gorgeous. So going on a nice, uh, going on a nice long walk today. So I'm hoping, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go over to the other side. I'm going to go near Torre del Campo. So it's a big, uh, <clears throat> it's a big one. So I'm loaded, of course. Uh, this amazing breakfast. I don't know if I've mentioned, I've added toast with uh, uh, guacamole and arugula, which I'm just crazy about. And I have to say, uh, for a couple of reasons, I do like the, um, I mean, I like I like um, avocados, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't, but you know, it's quite affordable, the, the guacamole. So, and then it's kind of all done and I do like the salt content, I like the seasoning, so to me it works, so it's kind of a great thing to spread. Actually, I think in the end it turns out to be cheaper than avocado, avocado because aguacate, how they call them in Spain, Spanish, um, because I put less. Anyway, so really, really enjoying it. And of course, the regular, you know, the bean... Uh, this one is what uh, cauliflower and carrot, and then my kind of a blended soup, and then my uh, cereal. The fruit I didn't eat as many, so I have them with me. I have two mandarin. Actually, I I ate uh, the kiwi, but didn't eat the the mandarin. So quite full. Had a few power bites. So I'm definitely uh, fueled up. <clears throat> Uh, I had a word, I had a, a sensation going through me this morning. And it's not just this morning, but it just, uh, that, that kind of uh, uh, tenderness, you know? <laughs> Shit, the girl. Yeah, there's, there's a young couple that uh, is coming down the trail. <laughs> the girl just fell on the rat. I mean, you know, it's happened, it happens. You know, it's just kind of funny that it just happened right then and there. They have a dog. Yeah, I guess, I think a lot of people do not know quite how to Hola. know how to walk. Anyway, this is a big uh, steep climb here. I have a nice share of falls too. Anyway, we're kind of nice to see a nice. Uh, this is a nice young. This is a young couple here. We're not talking about an older woman. Anyway, let's see if I can get back on topic here. So, the the sensation, the best way I could describe it was home. Homely, homey. I'm thinking of Pilar. 
and kind of what just a word makes me think of, make me feel. And it's just that it felt very strong lately. I'm not sure if because she was here, I'm actually not convinced of that. And either way, it doesn't matter. And actually, it could make sense, you know, the fact that she would be nearby, you know, the proximity of her, that it could affect me. That's definitely a possibility. And uh, so that's one thing. There was a just kind of nice and warm and fuzzy sensation. And then yet, what I end up... I mean, on one hand, it's not... I don't want to oversimplify it because it just is. It's just something about pillar. So that is that. And I've come, you know, to appreciate that it is not enough what one feels. And actually, there may be more, even more wisdom than I realize in what I'm just saying. Because if you're looking at how most people living, how most people live their life, you know, whatever feels right, for many of them, that default setting is not healthy. So, whoa, shit, here we go. <laughs> I slip here. I got my keen shoes on. So. so the idea of completely relying on what one feels might not be the best gauge, you know? <coughs> but, you know, it is that. It is, you know, there's a part of me, I think, that I can, I'm aware of that basically feels that that I somehow I'm gonna end up living with her, that it would just it would just make sense. And I haven't been able to shake that off. That being said, you know, it's now I'm in a place to where it doesn't really affect me beside, you know, feeling grateful. Really feeling grateful for her and having somebody in my life towards whom I feel that. Because I have to say, you know, most of humanity, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm a bystander. You know, it's like, what's the big deal? So she makes it more personal in that way. Does that make sense? And keeps me also anchored. So I'm grateful for that. So on one hand, I have, you know, this feeling. And then on the other, a lot of what I'm reading, it is basically to challenge one's assumptions, you know, one's passion, quote unquote. It's a big word in a, in a spiritual life. To tame the passion. I think that whatever religion you take, whatever spiritual path, I think that's going to be a fundamental component, like a cornerstone, a pillar of that. To tame the passion, to subjugate them, to make them serve you instead of you being at the whim of their mercy. 
at the whim of whatever they're feeling like. And, you know, that makes sense. And when I'm saying that, you know, I'm not saying that what I'm feeling for Pillar is something that I want to negate, or I want to shrink, or I want to make into nothing else. All I'm saying is I don't want that to be justified in sweeping me off my feet. That, okay, there is that. But that there are other things that are important. And, and though it is important, that's more likely not the most important. So when I'm finding myself now, it's kind of reframing that and having something coming along the lines of that, you know, basically, uh, <coughs> okay, and then so what, you know. And also the fact that in my case, the reality is that it did not work out. You know, it did not come out. So it's, uh, it's kind of an interesting anomaly in my matrix. This idea of feeling this thing. And for that feeling to have survived when it did not work itself out. You know, that kind of math equation was not correct. And normally what you would do is basically reformulate it. And in a way, that hasn't happened. So it's interesting. It's interesting. But I could definitely feel a lot of that this morning. You know, I mean, a lot of what's going on with me lately is, uh, you know, kind of a sense of uh, maybe a little confusion and a little powerlessness you know, about the change of plan and and then kind of coming to appreciate, you know, this uh, this quote, you know, of you, you of little faith in terms of uh, <coughs> what happens when things challenge, you know, the platform that you build and how do you weather it? And I have a new equation, which is crisis plus time. If you can... Give yourself time. And the assumption here is that, that you have a platform, that you have a routine, that you have habits that are healthy. And again, only you are, only you are going to know that. Nobody else is going to be able to describe or to tell you to qualify those habits are good or bad. Only you can know. Really, really know. You know, really, really, really know. <laughs> And so once you've cleared that possible misjudgment and that you have a healthy platform, then things, of course, and they will, with that fail happen, things are going to happen sometimes that are going to rock your boat. And then if you are able to remain in that mess, in that storm, and then just manage it sufficiently to weather it, no more, you know, to kind of make it okay. I think you'll find out that within more than a clear short period of time, it will fade, you know. Maybe that will be the discerning difference 
you know, possible real change, real cathartic change, something that has a before and after, versus kind of a little storm that comes in, in here again, and then yet uh, that don't really mean that. And a different set of skill might be best employed to deal with that. Oh yeah, it's gonna be warm today. So, so it's been interesting because now, you know, I mean, there's obviously different factors. I think it makes sense for me, you know, when it gets cold in the winter to stop, to be a time of, you know, that kind of hibernation, that quieting of not doing, really of doing the least. So to have something in place, but to just, just quietness of everything, the quietness of the doer. And, uh, and I think possibly too, that moment, you know, with the conversation with uh, Angel and me getting sick, possibly also marking that transition from my hibernation period to basically the thawing, you know, of that uh, mental ice that has been building. And uh, I'm not, I, I just kind of liked it when he mentioned it, Ramdas, because in one of his lectures, he talks about uh, Maharaji saying that, you know, Ramdas should not stay in one place for too long. And something just resonated with me that it's, you know, it, it can be for some of us, I think, possibly, possibly, you know, there's a calcifying element that possibly could impede, you know, the, the, the inevitability of the, the path that you are on and that makes it harder. And I think I can see that. I mean, I've definitely, I've really grown fond of the place here. Uh, yeah, I just, it just feels wonderful. It's really, there are no other place, basically, you know, I mean, I've, I mean, monasteries, you know, but even that's different. But, yeah, that's kind of sense of being at home, being really comfortable. And though in my case, it also means, you know, being alone and that, you know, though I feel that it's something that's definitely going to be a more integral part of my life, you know, just a more consequential on a higher volume than for maybe a lot of people. But, uh, and we have one more person up here. Um, but I want a community too. I want to be around other people. It's just, those two things are important, you know. And one is not right and the other one is not wrong. They're just different. And I think for me, the winter is that kind of time to where you, you separate, you know. You separate yourself from that for a while, and then you eventually return to it. Though, you know, most social forms, I have no, I have no interest whatsoever, you know. So, and then hold on, we have a, looks like it's another couple. Maybe they're waiting for me to, to pass them by, to smoke them, apple.
Hola. So anyway, oh, it feels great getting my workout on those legs. Don't have my backpack like yesterday, but like I say, it can be quite mean climb, you know, depending on how you take it. The climb anyway. So, you know, talking about we're almost there at the top, guys. Ooh, slippery. Be careful. That's what happens when you're getting your upper body too much forward. Not enough weight on your core and your feet slightly behind. And so they are, it's easier for them to slip from under you. Anyhow, so. So the idea of temptation, the idea of, you know, a lot of what I'm reading, it's really talking about through fasting, through vigil, through silence, you know, through taking those measures of austerity, the idea of to retrain yourself, that part of you which is out of control and which is not, from what they say, conducive to the spiritual life. And I have to say, you know, that part to me is not clear yet, meaning you know, that's what I'm embarking on. I don't see it clearly, you know, that it is really what I want. I see it more likely and I see the other less likely, you know. But beyond that, I don't know. <coughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right, we're at the top here. Gorgeous day. Gonna get some good sweat in, clear that uh, <laughs> whatever that bronchitis, whatever I get. <laughs> so that was kind of with me, you know, last night. Uh, not sure why, well, actually, it's a, it's a weekend mass. It was a little different. The priest had to be reminded about the creed. <laughs> it was kind of funny. And actually, he didn't do one. Which was like, there was one thing, it was like, how come he's not doing the Gloria? Because the Saturday Mass is basically the Sunday Mass. So the reading is going to be the same, you know, Saturday evening Mass, Sunday morning and Sunday evening. It's uh, the one thing. So it gives a chance to everybody to basically to, to attend the uh, most important reading and Mass of the, of the week. But it was funny that people were just like, hey, the creed. It was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Anywho, that was kind of cute. That was a cute little moment about the congregation keeping the the priest on its toes, on his toe, I guess. Not it's. He's not a machine. He's not an it. He's a human being. He's a soul, a vibrant. And so far in a Catholic faith, anyway, male. All right. So we have a dirt bike on our trail at least for a little bit before I, I'm gonna go up and cross over that hill a little further down. I still have a ways to go. 
Looks like a couple of, no, three of them, three dirt bike, and it looks like they're going away from me. Anywho, so that was that. Uh, definitely, uh, I have images, you know, memories of, I remember myself in Ferrol. So Ferrol is a place I landed after bouncing back from COVID in uh, 21 before I started walking from August to, uh, to October when I left Berlin. So I left Coruña, a Coruña, and Ferrol is about 60 kilometers away, and it is one also of the English Camino, one of the start. So I was like, well, I was going to move away from a Coruña anyway. Uh, many, many. Well, the main reason was Berlin, but also the fact that I don't like, I don't like cities. I mean, I was looking at recovering to do the final recovery because I was still weak from COVID. So. And then, uh, yeah, to get a break from all of it. And so kind of the way that I felt, you know, at the time I was tired, I was in bed, and it was warm, so it was August, no air conditioning, so, you know, quite uh, quite warm in a room for most of the day. And uh, so blasts from the past were, were kind of flashing, you know. And then it was like Anthony. That's fine, you know, it is fine to have doubt, you know, it is fine to be concerned, and then obviously, you know, to have a the part of me which likes to know, which likes to have its ducks in a row, you know, I'm okay, I'm okay with that. It's, uh, I think it's normal part of a, a functioning human being, though in my case, you know, I think it's something that's been updated. But I was like, but look, look what's happened, look where you are. After almost four years, you're still standing uh, you've just gone through an amazing winter. You know, you've had this ridiculous process where the cancer was taken out. It was so smooth, you know, what a lot of people have to go through through the medical system, you know, to get things taken care of. But uh, point being, you know, you've had this amazing time with Pilar, amazing time here in Hamilena. And, you know, and of course, Pilar was telling me on Friday, you know, you always have a place to stay, you know, it's like if you're not quite sure or, you know, as I was mentioning about the way that I felt about Angel, and she was like, you know, you always have a place. So, and it's, I mean, it's like, what what a bomb, what a bombshell, what, who Pilar is, it's just ridiculous, you know, and to me, of course, from my perspective, it feels like it's kind of a one-way street. Okay, hold on, make sure that I'm not alone here. I can't just stop to pee here. I gotta look. And it kind of feels like a one-way street. Just, she's so generous with me, you know, and and I am learning. I am learning to accept it, you know, not to keep a book, not to keep a tally, you know, like, okay, this is MHIO, the quid proco type deal. And it's it's tough because the volume, of, of a generosity is ridiculous. I mean, it's unparalleled, you know? And it really, as well, you know, the way that I feel about her is so, it feels so unconditional, at least to my understanding, but same for what she's doing to me. You know, what she's offering, it really feels like it's coming from the heart. It just makes her happy to offer it. That is it, you know? Now that she feels sorry for me, my goodness, if I felt that, I wouldn't accept it, for sure, because pity is, Something that I do not like at all. 
and for sure to see that to feel that in somebody else's is oh that is disgusting to me that is disgusting and i'm not in that place you know if i ever get there then yeah we'll talk it'll be a different kind of conversation but i'm nowhere in the ballpark so and again the point being so here i am you know last year on the camino four and a half months walking body amazing uh, just really really having amazing time so it's like what are you whining about you know what are you complaining what are you doubting look at what your life has been like you know and one way or the other there's going to be sun there's going to be storm you know there's going to be smile there's going to be tears that's going to be the case but it's been ridiculously sustainable you know and it's been tolerable meaning yes i've had rough moments sure of course like anybody else but even those they have been easily managed you know kind of know what to do find a nice place to 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 do my little tlc and then eventually that cloud cloud cover moves away and get dispelled and and then he gets sunny again and in a way i guess you know kind of this morning you know just feeling wonderful to turn the heater off sooner and then like right now being out in shorts and i mean that's of course is going to have an effect on me no question so what i was talking about her you know offering the place and you know me looking at what was going on with angel and sure i could you know i could stay here but i realized yeah but no you know it is time it is time to get moving i've had that time to you know to do my hibernation but it's it is time to get moving again so you know i've talked about the possibilities and it doesn't matter like i said pretty much as of now it's just waiting for wednesday i'm going to look at getting on monday my uh, my application to my renewal of my passport taken care of hopefully uh, that would be nice to get that sent on monday and uh, and then just having the talk with him you know and i was even thinking and i'm sure i've mentioned it before saint john of the cross is my my favorite saint and uh, avila basically teresa of avila so she's basically the one that kind of got him in on board because obviously you need to have a priest you know and then she was uh, they were part of the reformation catholic reformation so teresa of avila and she kind of saw something in the guy in saint john of the cross and it became this kind of powerhouse and they basically challenged things and she was apparently quite tough as a mother superior as uh, teresa of avila but avila is one of the camino so it's by i think it's by madrid i mean it's not too far from there so I don't know if it's uh, the wool Camino, Camino de Lana. I'm not sure because you have Plata, which is a silver Camino, and then you have also de Lana. You have quite a few. But I'm like, <laughs> that could be that. You know, it could be kind of a way to to go and pay a symbolic respect to go to a villa you know, to have a mass there in uh, Saint John of the Cross. I think it's what, like 15th or 16th century. It's got to be 16th. I have a feeling it's 16th century. And uh, yeah, you have a few guys here. Looks like dirt bikes, people. Anywho, <coughs> so that would be, you know, possibility to, uh, yeah, 
to get back on the road again, I would do it different. This time, meaning I would leave some things at Pilar. So I would not have as many shirts, I would not have as many pants. Uh, and uh, we'll see. So it will be a little lighter on my pack. Not a huge amount, maybe a kilo less, but that's good. I'll take it. I'll take anything because I, uh, you know, the food stuff is not going away. Meaning, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, they, they just don't, they have a few things that they carry with them, but that's it. Most people will go eat out and, and I just don't. Uh, for me, it will be overwhelmingly 99%, if not 100. I'm always going to be able to cook if I can. That's going to be it, you know. And of course, I know I can do microwave. And it's like, you know, I don't need, uh, uh, I don't need much. And most places are going to have what I need. It's just going to be sometimes the issue of having the grocery store or being opened or, or me being willing to carry, you know, the extra miles thing. So no big deal. I mean, and those are details. I'm not going to bore you with that. And that kind of, uh, you know, they are, they are easily part of my planning. I don't have to think much about it. Um, I know what to be mindful of, meaning the holidays and the days of the week when the stores are closed. But that could be a possibility. And, uh, you know, one would be to start from Cadiz, so to possibly go to see Urban, which now, anyway, regardless of what's happening with Angel, uh, that is definitely something on my radar, but I don't want to do anything until Wednesday. And uh, so, you know, to go check with him, see how things are, you know, if that's something that he, he will be interested in seeing me, basically, you know, because if he starts to blast me with questions and then I'm like, okay, <laughs> no thanks. You know, I'm just not interested. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm just too chill. I'm just, I don't want to know, I don't want to freaking too much drama. But, you know, if somebody has been important in my life and I want to, I'm curious now, you know, and see, you know. And so there is a Camino that starts from there, from Cadiz, so which is about 30, I think it's around 30 kilometers north of uh, uh, Conil de la Frontera. And then from there I could go to Sevilla. So that's one Camino. It's kind of small, it's going to be about 100k or so. can't be much more than that. So we're looking at four days more than likely. And then Via de la Plata would start from there, and then I would look at joining to possibly to that other one. So we shall see. But that's uh, that's kind of something there that's kind of itching because um, I think my body is uh, it's going to be ready. You know, I mean, I am uh, definitely. I feel like I'm in good shape. You know, I mean, I've lost that weight. You know, being quite static. I am now in that mode of, uh, you know, intermittent fasting. And, uh, you know, we, we'll be looking at maintaining that. You know, it might, not, it might mean a little bit later, you know, until uh, instead of 2 o'clock or 3, maybe like 4 or 5, possibly, to be able to, to get in the last food. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but uh, I do plan to keep that going. Like Pilar was asking me, it's like, are you still doing your intermittent fasting? And I'm like, heck yes. I mean, it's, it really feels like it's integrated, you know? And uh, so, but that's kind of, that's kind of where I am. So definitely I feel like I am budding, you know, I'm budding out, burgeoning, right? Oh, be careful, it gets a little slippery, loose ground. Uh, so, I guess technically, no, 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 
I can't I can't be coming through here because I'm going to come back up that way. I was thinking of an option for a trail, but I'm like, no. So, and I guess we'll see. I'm just now started out whether or not I'm going to make that left turn a little further. I'm going to go down now and then back to the road. So I'm making this kind of a loop. And then instead of uh, making my usual little further left and right, I'm going to keep going even further up on the hill toward the hermitage. And then I will take a left to cut across and make that drastic drop to the bottom and then looping again, something I discovered a while back. Actually, that would have been nice to take Pilar on. But that's not going to happen. I mean, she's basically there now. The, the care worker is not there, so she's the one taking care of her mother in an MTL uh, tonight when she's going to come back at 9 o'clock. So she's going to be with her mother. Anyway, Pilar, love to you, my love. What a dear friend you are. And to you all out there uh, on a glorious day, on a glorious Sunday in uh, Andalusia, where you can feel the spring in the air. Uh, I wish you all a beautiful day, and uh, we'll talk to you later.